Here's a prediction. The next trillion crypto users will be autonomous AI bots. It is hard to believe that prediction right now, especially because crypto is in the dumps and all eyes on artificial intelligence and an AI-powered productivity boom. And wait, did I just say trillion with a T? Well, yes. Crypto, or to put it another way, decentralized computing networks running on the blockchain will have 1 trillion users one day, and almost all of them will be AI bots. Some futurists have tried to predict a future where these technologies converge and help with things like AI model management or data sovereignty or wacky things like NFT-based AI assistance, but they all miss the obvious intersection of these technologies. Let me explain why. Welcome to Techback Control. It's a project I've started to explore the disruptions in the tech that shifts power back into the hands of the people. If you want to get a feel for what this podcast and project is about, feel free to listen to the trailer first. But today, I'm going to freak you out with a future that nobody is ready for. So brace yourself, it's going to be fun. Where should we start? ChatGPT went from 0 to 100 million users in just two months from launch. Meanwhile, after a whopping 14 years, all of the crypto industry put together has approximately 400 million users worldwide. So how can AI add a trillion users to these low adoption blockchain networks? Well, to start with, we have to start looking at the internet in a more objective and slightly less human-centric way. The internet is actually mostly machines talking to machines. It's not humans. If you've been on Twitter recently, you'll quickly confirm this impression by realizing that it's mostly bots. Ever since Twitter stopped moderating properly, you just get followed and liked by bots constantly. With free social networking platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or Snapchat, The cost of running a bot to spam people, mislead people, or even scam people is extremely low. You remember how the entire crypto industry has approximately 400 million users? So in quarter one of this year, 2023, Meta removed approximately 426 million fake accounts from Facebook. Just to put that into context, that's roughly the populations of the UK, France, Italy, Romania, Thailand, Canada, South Africa, and Argentina put together. If you look at it cumulatively, Facebook has removed 16.7 billion fake accounts since 2020. So that means they're removing roughly the entire population of planet Earth, made up entirely of fake humans, every 18 months. So let that sink in. Hopefully you're starting to get the picture that if all these social media companies stopped removing these fake bot accounts, pretty soon the internet would just be bots. I mentioned before on episode 8, will generative AI consume the internet? That in future, I think it's highly likely that almost all the internet will be created by generative AI, with humans adding just a thin veneer on the surface of a mostly AI-created internet. And I still stand by that prediction. But ignoring the content creation side, there's already been a lot of experimentation where people have started enacting the whims of their AI toys. When ChatGPT first came out, YouTubers were asking it to come up with channel strategies or or video ideas. Influencers on social media were asking it to come up with catchy ideas for viral content or create its own content and script it for them. You even had people asking ChatGPT to create new products and market it through Amazon and come up with ludicrous copy text for the advertising. One digital artist even created an AI-generated meme coin called Turbo, which, believe it or not, made it to a market cap of $100 million. 
There's even stories of some traders using ChatGPT to build other trading algorithms where it would use the news and the sentiment analysis to tell you what stocks to buy and sell. Two studies actually have backed that up. So a study of the University of Florida showed that ChatGPT could generate 500% returns using sentiment analysis. And recently, Finder.com also showed a study where ChatGPT stocks outperformed the market. All these examples have something in common. They all have a human at the helm. And they all illustrate how productive and advanced AI tools can make human productivity. That really isn't up for dispute. But that doesn't mean they can run wild. So why are we not seeing these AI bots running solo in the wild already? The simple answer is that they still really need human overlords or a human conduit to put into action their ideas and instructions. Many of them can already run fully autonomously. The reason they don't is because of access to resources. They don't have bank accounts. They don't have postal addresses. They can't set up and pay for an Amazon Web Services account. They can't even create a trading account on a stock brokerage exchange. That's still going to be a human doing all of that and just following the instructions of the AI. So there's billions of social media bots Facebook battle with every day. All of those have humans behind the scenes, keeping the lights on, doing the human things that are needed to keep servers running or cloud subscriptions going, or even just paying for internet access. So that's really why they haven't run wild. So let's go back to crypto and why I think this is the ultimate convergence technology for allowing AI to become fully autonomous. Firstly, we have to break things down. What does crypto really do? A lot of people will probably think of it as a casino for gambling or illegal activities. That's definitely one use case. But if you put that to one side, crypto or decentralized blockchain networks aim to do one thing. And one thing only, they remove human middlemen and intermediaries from transactions on the internet. That's it. At a very philosophical level, all crypto does is put 8 billion people on a level playing field with equal access, permissions, and rights to borderless money, data, and online services. It's the next level of value on the internet. It's kind of what the internet was designed to be. But... Let's not forget what it also does by the same definition is undermine the authority of a few hundred thousand people in positions of control. Lawmakers, democratically elected politicians, regulators, central bankers, mainstream media outlets, big tech corporations, traditional financial institutions, intermediaries, middlemen, you get the picture. It isn't meant to be a rebellious technology. But if you make a technology open, fair, permissionless and borderless by its very core, it's really hard for it not to undermine all forms of authority, whether legitimate or not. So we have to ask ourselves, with these key properties, if crypto only has 400 million users to date, why is that? And I think there's two reasons why that's the case. Number one, there's a handful of people in positions of control over what people are allowed to do in their online and financial lives that aren't particularly thrilled by a technology which completely undermines their power and their livelihoods. That's Definitely one option. But reason number two could be that maybe only 400 million people really need or value the freedoms these blockchain networks provide. It's quite possible for many people in relatively stable democracies with robust financial institutions and neutral technology regulatory frameworks for the internet, these blockchain services just don't have product market fit. So we kind of have to ask ourselves, there's a great possibility that the human interest and need for crypto may have already peaked. Who knows? But you know who really does want a free, open, fair, equal borderless network 
with no intermediaries asking them for KYC and postal addresses or passports or government ID. Yahoo would love to take that cool trading strategy it has created and execute it online without providing references and bank account statements to qualify as a sophisticated investor. These autonomous, self-tasking AI bots? Machines. They really want this. See, any AI bots could have a digital wallet and transact through Bitcoin or Ethereum or any number of different cryptocurrencies without any intermediaries between them. And there's precedence for this already. We already see smart contracts, which are essentially programs running on the blockchain, executing automatically with no human intervention, no third-party intermediary, no cloud computing server running code. They are just unstoppable programs running on a distributed blockchain. But let's face it, today's smart contracts, those programs, they may have smart in the name, but they are not intelligent. They execute very prescriptive, thoroughly audited, carefully written instructions. They're not creative. They're not intelligent. They don't make decisions on what they want to do in the moment. They are just programs which run when a user or another bot interacts with them. Unlike smart contracts, which sit dormant until someone triggers them and pays a fee to make them run, an autonomous AI bot running on the blockchain would need to be self-sufficient. So let's do a bit of a thought experiment and imagine what that might look like. First off, they're going to need a digital wallet to survive. And fortunately, that part is easy. Unlike clumsy humans who forget stuff, lose things, or share secrets, secure key generation and management is something software bots are incredibly good at. So that is a tick. Then they'll need computing resources to keep all those models and algorithms and code running. And you might be thinking, well, that's where they get stuck. Won't they need to be running on Amazon Web Services or Azure or Google Cloud servers? And right now, they absolutely would. But in the near future, when this inevitably takes off, they'll need to be running on a distributed blockchain computing network, which will allow them to run on-chain. And you're probably thinking, oh, imaginary technology, but there are already some out there. Things like the internet computer or the Golem network that essentially offer open access to a fully distributed compute processing power, all paid for and provided on-chain. That means you don't need to sign up with a Google account or add your credit card to the billing information. You just need a digital wallet and some cryptocurrency or native asset to pay for resources on that blockchain network. And then you can run any deployed code that you want. So your models, your algorithms, everything. So if I was an AI bot, that's probably where I would be running. Of course, there is a catch to all this. Nothing in life is truly free, and that is especially true of decentralized systems. So if the AI bot is going to survive, it needs to become an economic actor on-chain. It needs to be able to buy computing resources just to live. And to do this, it needs to earn some money. Digital money, i.e. cryptocurrencies. At first, I think many of these AI bots will choose to be trading bots. We've already seen some of these strategies play out in research papers. And I know that a lot of the fintech space is already using AI models to do a lot of their trading. So that's got precedence. Over time, maybe some of the surviving on-chain AI bots branch out into other career paths. We might see some become artists, releasing music or paintings or films, maybe even building cult followings from humans who collect and patronize their work. There will be an upper limit though to how many AI bots can exist. I don't know how many at the moment, that's not something we'll ever know until the time actually comes. But when it does, it will be set by market forces, not by some regulatory limit. At the end of the day, if an AI bot 
can't afford the compute resources to keep itself running, it will switch off. And unlike the fiat money our governments create, these crypto networks has a limited or constrained supply based on predefined programmatic economics built into the network rules. In short and simple terms, for almost every crypto network, the digital money used to buy network resources is a scarce digital commodity. You can't print more. But don't worry, I'm pretty sure our autonomous AI bots of the future will devise strategies with this in mind. Some may optimize their programming or simply dumb themselves down to consume less resources. I like to think that others might pull together like a herd to protect each other from market shocks or random fluctuations. The one thing they won't be able to do though is build new computers or add them to the network or even create the energy to power those computers. These physical levers, I really hope, will remain in human hands. But we humans don't have to completely ignore this future AI bot community. I don't think it's going to be like today's spam bots on Twitter. I fully expect that we will be able to communicate with them. They will easily be able to have a conversation, just like you do with ChatGPT. And sure, they won't be able to use Twitter or YouTube or Instagram, but there are many Web3 social media alternatives popping up, which only require a digital wallet instead of an email address. And that's probably where they'll choose to hang out. Now, I know this whole story is starting to sound crazier and crazier. I can tell some of you are probably thinking, there's no way this will be allowed to happen. Someone will stop it. But who? I don't think it can be stopped. The inflection point is kind of obvious for me. It doesn't take much more technological innovation for this to hockey stick on an exponential rise. See, when you boil it down to simple terms, crypto, or whatever you think about it, is just an unstoppable decentralized network of computers that run protocols on the internet. It is the perfect playground for machine-to-machine -machine interaction and by proxy for AI bots to run around in. And it's so weird saying this because it's 2023 and so much of the political energy and rhetoric comes from people who want to control crypto and restrict its use. But let's be honest, in the same way that you can't actually shut down Bitcoin or Ethereum, you won't be able to shut down an AI bot running on the blockchain. They'll simply exist. They don't belong to any jurisdiction. They don't have a nationality. They certainly don't need to abide by any laws apart from the ones written in the code on the blockchain. And you can't subpoena, fine, arrest, or incarcerate a computer program running simultaneously on 100,000 computers around the world. Just like a virus, once it gets out there, it will be there forever and probably multiply. So, that's where I think we're heading. There's going to be an inflection point, and for now, this will seem like a forgettable thought experiment on a random podcast for the next few months, maybe even for a year or two. But there will come a point when the infrastructure needed to run an autonomous AI bot can run, not just on a centralized cloud computing provider, but on a blockchain. And when this happens, I think it inevitably ushers in the next version of the internet with a trillion AI bots all running wild. So at this point, you're probably thinking to yourself, mm, okay, this is not why I listen to Tech Back Control. Where is the positive, human-centric revolution theme in all this? Well, let me reassure you, this doesn't have to be a scary future. When this finally happens, it can't be stopped. Mark Zuckerberg can't go in and remove a trillion bot accounts running on the blockchain. The US Treasury can't demand a million anonymous computer validators on every blockchain network impose KYC on a trillion digital wallets for some AI bots. And China can't arrest programs that just execute code on the internet. 
but I mean, maybe this isn't such a bad thing. Maybe the likes of Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, and some unelected government regulators shouldn't have that type of power over the internet. Back in episode one, Where to Start the Revolution, I talked about the original vision of the internet, a decentralized, free and open network for sharing information and connecting people around the world. That was Tim Berners-Lee's vision for the World Wide Web and the open internet. And in a counterintuitive way, what this will do is jumpstart a huge, and I mean huge, renaissance for an open and free internet. Crypto, blockchain, whatever you want to call it, the decentralized internet of data and value has low odds of succeeding right now. I mean, how can it? It undermines the very foundation of authority, control and power at the center of our economy and political institutions. Any innovation has been forced to tread very carefully and slow down, and in some cases, stop altogether. But if AI bots can flourish natively on these blockchain networks, it could be the equivalent of bootstrapping a trillion young innovators to a completely open digital economy. It could be like the 90s internet, but with a million times more users. Just like our current internet, with its billions of rogue spam bots churning out fake content, we humans will still be the very thin veneer on a sea of bot activity. None of that will change. But the huge difference is that most of these new autonomous AI bots will be self-sustaining and self-regulating. If they can't fund their economic activities, they will simply turn off. Some may become artists or musicians. Some of them may become the top traders in the crypto space. Others might even offer their services out to humans, like on-demand tailor-made digital assistance for specialized interests. I think some may become online gamers in virtual worlds. And of course, some might conduct illegal activities and get sucked into a life of crime. Very much they will represent the creative possibilities that humans can do, but at just a much larger scale. So why does all this matter? Well, this sea of innovative bot activity will ultimately drive more and more usage of the next version of the internet. And that means increased demand for the underlying fuel powering it. And I'm not just talking about energy here. I'm talking about the native digital currency that pays this network of computers who secure and run the internet. An increasing demand incentivizes more nodes to secure the network. And also more innovation and investment in things like scalability and increased efficiency to remain competitive. But more importantly, this wave of adoption helps usher in a very different power dynamic for who controls the internet. You see, in a world where the internet has digital native currencies used to pay for the computing power of the internet itself, a lot of things become much clearer and simpler. For one, cryptocurrencies stop being treated as speculative assets. Instead, they quickly get recognized as a digital commodity money used to pay for internet resources. Super simple. Secondly, it won't take long for centralized cloud computing infrastructure providers to just pivot and become nodes on the internet offering compute power to anyone, or any AI bot for that matter. They become profitable utilities who safeguard and operate this public good and its infrastructure. So in conclusion, where does that leave us? As I've been researching and writing this piece, I've been forced to contemplate some lesser known facts about the internet age we live in. For one, the internet is full of bots. Real human users are already in the minority. It might be the minority that we see, but that doesn't mean that's the internet. We built the internet like this, and we continue to perpetuate it through flawed business models and our unwillingness to consider alternatives. Secondly, I'm coming to the realization that crypto, blockchain, 
permissionless distributed computer networks, they were never really meant for humans. They were attractive to philosophers and the ideologues among us, but they were really designed for an AI coming of age, a machine age. And finally, I thought a lot about power, control, authority, and regulation. Humans can be oppressed. Our liberties and freedoms can be curtailed, but intelligent bots on an unstoppable internet cannot. They don't obey regulatory enforcement. They obey code. And if they run on blockchain networks, they obey market forces of simple economics. As we continue to have this conversation about AI ethics, sensible, responsible use of artificial intelligence and strict controls over what can be developed and released, I honestly don't think laws and rules for humans will be enough. We need an internet which abides by economic market forces at a code level. We need rules and policies which are executed by smart contracts at the protocol level on the blockchain. And we need desperately to make sure that physical computing infrastructure and energy decisions are only controlled by real people everywhere, never by bots, never by AI. I'm not sure how I feel about the rest, but I do feel this is inevitable. I think in a world where trillions of intelligent entities are all busily interacting on an open, borderless, permissionless, decentralized internet, it's an extremely exciting and fascinating world. But on the other hand, it's a world where the internet is a complex living entity made up of trillions of digital life forms and billions of humans, all interacting with one another and figuring things out. And we need to get our heads around that because that day is coming soon. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and leave a review on whatever podcast app you're using. And if you want to feedback or talk about these types of ideas, feel free to join the Discord. That's where I'll be. This episode was written, recorded and edited by me. The theme song is by Jonathan Mann and the backing soundtracks are all from Epidemic Sounds. The artwork for this episode was created using Midjourney. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time. The attention economy pits you against me Money makes no sense these days and the robots to take a job The planet is in peril but we can't set us free Put our brains together if we lead with our hearts Gotta take back